5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. full week back. I don't know how I did it. Uh, jamming out there, a little uh, music of my youth, and uh, it's great to be here with you on a Friday. Ben Byram, uh, Chris Cook, uh, behind the scenes, the great P-Man here with you, uh, and uh, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. I know it's an in-and-out kind of year, uh, time of year, but uh, we really appreciate you uh, tuning in to the Patrick Johnson Show uh all week. Uh, Phil Steele is going to be on uh, with us here. More from Phil. Uh, we did that interview a little earlier and uh, had a second part of it that we're going to play today where we talk more about the American, uh, about the ACC, and just uh, college football in general. Also coming up uh, in our next segment, my pal Joe Giglio is going to be with us uh, as uh, he's coming off ACC Media Day. So a long, uh, wide-ranging conversation, obviously with uh, – the big topic there, and I think it'll be the topic next week uh, to a degree with the American. Uh, some rumors uh, last night that SMU could be um, could be on its way to the Pac-12. There's a lot of uh, that going around the Twitter sphere and uh, on the World Wide Web's. Uh, but um, we'll see. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how how all of this kind of winds up, and, and if there are a uh, an institution or two from the American. And if you want to kind of get a perspective from, from ECU, John Gilbert's perspective, and the Americans' perspective on potential expansion and conference uh, realignment and, and what have you, especially in these tumultuous times, 
I would encourage you to go to 943thegame.com if you missed it and go to the Patrick Johnson Show podcast. And basically the entire show that day is John Gilbert. So uh, really good, wide-ranging informa- interview and, and information that John was providing, a conversation more so than an interview. But, I mean, we talked a lot of ECU stuff as it pertains to baseball, basketball, and football to a degree. Uh, but we talked a lot about this kind of ever-evolving landscape in college and NIL would be very much worth your time. Uh, we had a big announcement earlier today on our uh, sister station, Talk 103.7 and uh, 96.3, the new Talk 96.3, the Talk of the Town program was at Great Harvest uh, this morning. And uh, one of the great athletes who ever come out of uh, Pitt County, uh, Eastern North Carolina, really North Carolina for that matter. In fact, she was on that Sports Illustrated list as the uh, one of the, the – we talked about – you know, an athlete from each state, the 50 great athletes, she was that out of North Carolina years ago. She was a uh, internationally renowned and championship-level water skier and uh, did that for a number of uh, years and had a, uh, a stellar career. Has uh, returned, in a sense, to Eastern North Carolina. What's so cool about this is uh, she now is a, has devoted her career and life to the gospel and spreading that word of uh, Jesus Christ to uh, people, uh, of all kinds of people, but particularly those who are incarcerated. And uh, they have an event coming up in mid-September. This was announced earlier today, again, on Talk 103.7 and the new Talk 96.3 Talk of the Town uh, this morning with Henry Hinton. Uh, This is Christy Overton Johnson talking about a big event that they're having. It is a fundraising event, but it also is bringing a household name in uh, sports to Eastern North Carolina, a household name in baseball uh, to Eastern North Carolina, and his story of redemption. So here's that announcement from earlier today and some of the details of that. I get to meet a lot of amazing people in what I do, doing interviews and telling people's life stories. And about a month ago, I got to fly up and visit Daryl Strawberry and his wife, Tracy Strawberry, in their home. They welcomed me there, and they shared their story. And He's got a story. He's got a story. This is a man <laughs> that had everything the world would say would make you happy and left the sport of baseball. You know, a I think it was an eight-time All-Star, five-time World Series champion, Hall of Famer for the Mets, played with incredible teams, and, I mean, I didn't follow baseball. I know who Daryl Strawberry is. Yeah. And so he left that sport, $3 million in debt, had been through two bouts of cancer, had been hopelessly addicted to drugs. And his story is the reason why I do what I do. Because someone told him about Jesus. Someone walked alongside of him and gave him um, a mentorship and discipleship in the faith, but gave him tools and accountability to have a different life. And he will be the first to tell you the only reason he is alive today is because someone gave him the hope of the gospel. And now that's how he's spending his life. He has been clean 15 years. He and his wife, who is also a former recovering addict, um, they got married with She's like, we were living in my parents' basement. We had $3 million in debt, no relationship with like eight children. I think think he had six and she had three, so nine children, no relationship at all. Sleeping on the bed she slept in in high school in their parents' basement. And they said, you know, God says he works all things out for good. They walked that journey with him 
put their life on biblical principles. And now he is traveling the world with a different story, bringing hope to people. But you know what he said? He said, it's amazing. Everybody, the media wanted to cover me when I was coming out of prison, when I was rolling out down to 160 pounds or whatever out of cancer. He said, when I was domestic violence charges, being picked up or picking up prostitutes. He says they were there then, but they rarely want to cover his story now that it's one of hope and it's one of victory. That's amazing. And so Daryl Strawberry is coming here to Mm -hmm. support your ministry. Yes. When is that going to be? It is going to be Thursday, September 15th at Lake Christie. And so we're going to have a lakeside event. For folks who don't know where Lake Christie is, this is Parker's home. Yes. And uh, where you grew up, uh, well, not grew up, but later in life mm-hmm. were practiced. And of course, it was. He calls it the choppy water. We had, <laughs> we had the U.S. Open there. Yes. Uh, years ago. I was out there helping Parker with that. ESPN covered it there. Yeah. We've had ECU and, cross country meets. It's basically, meets. it's actually in, uh, I guess the address is Grimesland, right? It's in Grimesland. Yeah. It's on, on Mobley's Bridge, Bridge Road. Road. Right. right. And it's Which September is about, about 15th. seven, eight miles from Greenville. Yes. It's going to be a ticketed event. So. Um, you will need to purchase tickets. Those tickets will go on sale August 1st, and you can get them on our website, victoriouslivingmagazine.com. Yeah. And so all that will be available August 1st. And we're really excited that the purpose of this event is um, to have people come out, one, to hear Daryl's story of hope. So if they don't have hope themselves, they can get it. Yeah. But two, to invite them to be a part of delivering hope to the incarcerated in this area, but also across the country and even internationally. Pretty amazing stuff. We'll have more on this uh, coming up in the uh, days to come, quite obviously. But uh, Daryl Strawberry coming uh, on behalf of the Christie Overton Johnson Ministries, uh, a fundraiser coming up at Lake Christie in uh, mid-September. It's going it's to be pretty amazing. I think it's it's a... Uh, it's a pretty cool thing, and uh, we're going to try to get her on the show. We, we, I've been trying, to, wanting to do this anyway, uh, but now we have this event to tie into. I think that's going to be great. So I look forward to, to uh, talking with Christy Overton-Johnson, uh, not only about this event, but about her career and her pursuits now at some point. All right, uh, let's get a break in. Uh, we'll return. The great Joe Giglio, we talked to him earlier, our friend from 99.9 The Fan, a WREL sports fan ever-changing landscape of college athletics and how it was on display at the ACC Media Days the last couple of days in Charlotte. Uh, That perspective, next. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. Before your next fishing trip, head to Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop just outside of Greenville on Marine Drive. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop has one of the largest inventories of rods, reels, and fishing tackle in the area, plus accessories and equipment to help make your day on the water a success. Whether you need hunting, fishing, clothing, or other supplies, make Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop your one-stop destination. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop, open Monday through Friday till 5.30 and Saturday to 12.30. Welcome to US Cellular, where new and current customers choose any phone they want for free. Free? Even the one with 5G and lots of storage? Free. And the one with the latest everything? Free. 
At U.S. Cellular, any phone you see is free, whether you're a new or current customer. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. We all love using Uber Eats, DoorDash, and grocery pickup. It makes life so much easier. Well, now there's cellular delivery. And the team at Cellular Warehouse has perfected the process. They will deliver your new phone right to your door with all your information loaded on the new phone. And the best thing is there's no charge for this awesome service. That's right, no charge for their delivery, and you don't have to waste half a day sitting in the cellular store. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 and let his team of experts make your cellular delivery today. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent serving all of Eastern Carolina. Bill Clark Holmes is proud to support East Carolina athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Holmes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500000 Their new 4,000-foot design center is now open and unlike anything you've seen before. The new Bill Clark Holmes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions. Looking to get engaged? Now is the time during Bailey's Fine Jewelry Spectacular Engagement Ring Blowout. This once-a-year event is happening July 16th through 23rd at all Bailey's locations. An expansive selection of engagement rings, loose diamonds, mountings, and wedding bands. Up to 60% off in Raleigh, Rocky Mount, and Greenville. Engagement rings near cost, at cost, even below cost. Bailey's Engagement Ring Blowout, July 16th through 23rd. Visit babybox.com. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of Time Financing Service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances. Exceptions may apply. What's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. Log on to our new website, 943thegame.com, for PJ Shot Podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Joe Giglio, our friend from 99.9 The Fan and WREL Sports Fan, a little earlier today, uh, ahead of uh, his show wrapping up the week. Uh, he wrapped up the week with us here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Joe getting it done in Charlotte at the ACC Media Days. Joe, how are you? I'm, I'm great, Patrick. Always good to be in a room of people, coaches and, <laughs> and players and kind of test their brain you know I, I take it as a personal challenge particularly in radio when you know a coach is giving you an answer that he's given a bunch of other people or a player kind of resorts to a cliche my right. my, my default goal is always to just try to get something well this was something uh, else out of them yeah I, I got you well this, this was one that you set up I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the clip and then 
let you uh, talk a little bit here. But essentially, you didn't think that the media were going to get a crack at the ACC commissioner in a Q&A. You thought it might be a pre-setup kind of thing, or maybe the ACC network would handle the Q&A portion. Uh, and after this, Joe, you, you, you may have uh, made that the policy in future ACC media days. <laughs> Here's Joe Giglio talking to the commissioner. As you get lapped financially by the Big Ten and the SEC. If you're hard of hearing, and we'll play it again. As you get lapped financially by the Big Ten and the SEC. Joe's saying that the ACC getting lapped, that's how he put it, by the which they are, by the SEC and the, and the Big Ten. That, the little moment went viral. I thought it was great. I, I, I just, I mean, I, it cracked me up. Now, I know that wasn't your intention because you're not out there looking for clicks and, uh, and clout like maybe others are on, on social. But, uh, but I mean, you, you, I think you asked the question. Now, what was his answer to that? You know, it, it, was, it was one of the last questions. And he had spoke for about 15 minutes. And, and I'll give Jim Phillips credit. I, honestly, I, he believes what he's saying. And he does believe in the collegiate model. And um, it's admirable. His, his altruism is admirable. But I, I'm not sure it fits the time. And that's basically what I said to him. I said, you know, it's I, I, you sound old-fashioned. And you sound like someone out of touch with reality of, of, of what college sports and college football in particular has become. So it's always important for me, Patrick, when either as a writer or someone now on radio, it's always important for me to give people a chance to respond to what I'm going to say or what I'm going to write so that they feel like they've been given a fair chance. And I just felt like it would only be fair to Jim Phillips, even if he didn't want it, you know, just, hey, man, I'm going to be critical of, of your of your attitude here and your approach and I just want to give him a chance to respond to that. And, you know, I had no problem with his response. Um, again, he, he's sincere in his belief and what he thinks college sports should be, but that's it, also stuck in, in 1962. You know, it's interesting. We had John Gilbert on the show Wednesday. This is the very day you asked that question. I found some of the things he had to say in that interview really fascinating and his insight to be uh, quite, quite intriguing because he is of the opinion that this now becomes maybe even more pronounced, but different tiers and not necessarily breakaway uh, divisions, if you will, but just a really vast group with different intentions, all playing for the same championships and kind of still playing one another and competing against one another. Some interesting comments from John on that. Just, you know, what do you, what do you make of that? possibility yeah that makes a lot of sense and if you think about it they're already in different tiers right um i find it funny when people think that ohio state alabama oklahoma aren't in their own stratosphere now anyway um because they are particularly in football and when you which or you can throw georgia in there now that they won the championship you know there's uh, nc state can't compete with that north carolina can't compete with that and then you look at the budgets of NC State and North Carolina, compare them to ECU or, or some other American, maybe even a Central Florida. Uh, I know they're on their way to the Big 12, but you know, it, it's there's there's always been uh, haves and have-nots. And the question really is going to be, to me, Patrick, at what point will these schools actually share their revenue with the athletes who gen- help them generate right. that yeah. revenue? Yeah. 
Like, it's disgusting already at the level that we're at. But if you're telling me the Big Ten is going to get a contract that pays them $1 billion annually for football games and the football players don't get any of that, I have a, I've always had a real problem with that. I'd have an even more of a problem with that. Now, let's note, Ohio State won a championship under Urban Meyer. They've been regulars in the playoff, but they haven't won the championship. So does money mean everything? Texas has the largest budget in, the, in this country. They regularly go 7-5 and five and 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. So, you know, at some point, your decisions do matter. Your coaching decisions matter. Your personnel decisions matter. I get, um, I get the ideal of college sports, college sports, college sports. But right now, what they're spending the money on, Patrick, is support staff and tutors right. and academic centers and putting a barber shop in the locker room right. and putting a slide in the Clemson football facility. And, you know, suites for boosters who give all the money. And I'm not saying the athletes don't benefit from it. Right. But if you gave the athlete the choice, my guess is they would prefer the money over a lot of the support staff that that's around them. You know, quite frankly, some of that support staff is, you know, people who are, it it brings me back to the the end of the Romans, right? Like the, the infrastructure just kept growing and growing and growing until finally it toppled because it was just too big and it was so wasteful. And I, I, man, there's a lot of parallels there to me um, with with college sports, college football in particular. Joe Giglio, 99.9, the fan, WREL sports fan, afternoon host there, taking some time with us uh, here on the Patrick Johnson show on this, uh, on this Friday. When I, I, I'm with you when I, especially when I see Kirby smart, get a 10 year, 112 and a half, million dollar contract and I, and I don't think what you're advocating is necessarily multi-million dollar deals at free agency no. as much as let's give these kids some things they can you know utilize as far as uh, their living expenses having a little walking around uh in the pocket folding cash you know to to enjoy themselves on a weekend or what have you I mean maybe I'm I'm being a little Pollyannish and in interpreting what you're saying but it seems like that's where yeah. you're coming from on this my my interpretation would be more of you really should just professionalize it in I, the I sense that yeah. when you, you know let's take the high end problem. Jordan Addison has an outstanding season at Pitt, goes through spring practice with them, and then decides to go to USC for whatever amount of money. Okay, well you realize you can't do that in professional sports, but True. you also have a contract. You're an employee right. in professional sports, in my opinion. These schools would benefit these schools that are absolutely whinging about the transfer portal and player mobility. Do you know how to control player mobility? Right. Make them employees but, and but share see, the revenue with them. But you don't have to give them, to your point, you don't have to give them a half a million dollars. You don't have to give them a hundred thousand dollars. Right. But if you have a contract with them, well, guess what? When you have a contract, can't go so you, you stay and you invest in those players and I, that's i'm with lane kiffin on this there should be regulation on this that that's where i am it, they're, they're trying to have an all or nothing or approach approaching it like an all or nothing situation right in the previous stance was oh you can't take anything 
And now it's, well, we can't control what you take. Well, no, that's not true. You can control what the players take. Well, I don't think the NCAA has an appetite for that. Look no further than that decision. Now they're going to look players transfer as many times as they want without any kind of, of, of sitting out uh, penalty, I guess, for lack of a, a, a better term. So it almost seems like the NCAA in how they've handled it. NCAA is worthless. Well, NCAA they're worthless, but they're almost worthless. they're almost advocating for this this kind yeah. of freedom of movement in a way with their actions, whether they realize it or not. In action. Yep. Absolutely. No doubt. Uh, the great Joe Giglio with us uh, here. Um, what was the mood as far as this goes around the ACC? And again, I find, you know, I, and you're smart enough because you followed it too. You know, I always kind of look at things through that ECU perspective. Maybe you could call it the Appalachian State perspective too. Um, you know, where doing l- more with a lot less. I do kind of chuckle when, I, when I've heard the ACC media uh, fret and pro clutch about well we're only getting thirty five million dollars this year uh, from our media deal. <laughs> I mean I, I get where the concern is with the Big Ten and the SEC when compared to the ACC, but you but you see how I kind of have to chuckle oh, a little yeah. when it, when you compare it to the realities in, in Greenville and I would assume somewhere like Boone. Uh, but what it also seems to me there's been a you know by the administrators perhaps by coaches, by the media to a degree. There's been, over the last two weeks, this sort of slow realization that this may be the new normal in the ACC. Yeah, I think there's frustration all around. You know, the the transfer portal issue is there. Name, image, and likeness and the realities of how to keep up financially with that is there. And then you think about the the gap in revenue from the television contracts. That's there, too. We saw this when we went to the Final Four. Um, A lot of the college basketball coaches were... You know, it's it just in a state of, I can't believe how much all this has changed. We've seen Jay Wright, Roy Williams, Mike Shefke. You know, you see a whole turnover with older coaches, and some of them come out and said, yeah, um, you know, dealing with the realities of what college sports has become is, is not for me anymore. I don't I don't want to chase and play that game anymore. Then you talk to other coaches like, you know, like a Steve Forbes in, in basketball at Wake Forest who – just masterfully played the transfer portal and realizes you got to do it all over again. Yeah. And I, I just think there's a lot of frustration. I think at the ACC level, it's not a united front. You know, you have schools like Clemson and North Carolina who are doing a lot of the heavy lifting and not really understanding why in a 14 team, 14 and five eighths team league, they have to share equally the same way that they did when there were 17 in the league, when they do more, quite frankly. And I, 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 you know, there's a lot of rife there and anxiety at these schools trying to figure out truly what is going to be their future. And I think one of the things that I think overlaps with your thoughts about App State and ECU uh, for these ACC schools and, and really, but it, to me, it's always a reality, but it's, 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 it's become, it is becoming crystallized for these schools. They're not going to have a chance in football to compete at all because if they're trying to get higher four and five star recruits those players while yes predominantly most of them already go to clemson and alabama and georgia true they stay in carolina in particular would still occasionally get one of those players right and usually it's one who has a connection to this area fine their fear is once you get to this system where 
you're truly, you know, an afterthought to the Big Ten and, and SEC. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get another Naheem Hines. You're never going to get another Contavious Street. You're never going to get another Sam Howell yeah. at, NC, at uh, UNC. But That's see, their fear. That's I, their fear. Yeah, I, now, I think, you know this right. as someone who's followed ECU. You can carve your own niche. You can get your own players. You could be smart and develop your players. It does take the right coach, and it does take the kind of right patience and mentality from your fan base, which we don't always see, right? That's the, to me, that's the Pollyanna part of the world. I think I actually think in some ways NIL can allow for some some teams in the ACC and maybe even in the, the American or an app state to compete with, with certain guys. I, I get that maybe the yeah. tippy-top five-star national guys, that's a different level, different strata. Playing time is a hell of a motivator as well. Yep. And, and there's only so, – I mean, even whether we're talking college or pro rosters, there's only so many spots and so many plays to get guys the ball. I also think the market will find its level. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, undoubtedly. Texas A&M, if, if Texas A&M is truly paying players up to upwards of $34 million for their recruiting class, again – if you don't produce, guess what's going to happen? You're, that money's not going to be yours. Yeah, that's, so, that's a whole I, other part I, of this, too. Uh, but I, mean, I think that's the part where schools would be smart to make them employees and give them contracts that, that, and regulate the cost and give themselves a chance. Yes, people are always going to cheat. So if you put a salary cap in and said, oh, a million dollars is the most you could pay for a player, absolutely. Jim Bob's, you know dealership's going to come over the top and, and add to that kid. Well, guess what? That's already happening. Yeah. But at least you can give yourself a chance legally by, by law under contract to retain an employee. And, and that is where they're, that's where they're not using their brains right now, Patrick. And that's where I get frustrated with the dogmatism of the NCAA. And there's just utter lack of flexibility and understanding and leadership. We're in this part, we're in this world now because of a lack of leadership from Mark Emmer and the presidents of the school. It's been pointed out to me, man, you you were really hard on Jim Phillips. And I say, that's fine. I said, I've I've been fair to Jim Phillips. Mm -hmm. I said, but Jim Phillips, and you know, the defense of Jim Phillips is he's just speaking for the presidents. And my response to that is, that's fine. But those presidents are out of touch with reality. And it's the job of the leadership to get the people who are running college sports, which, by the way, are the presidents, to understand what the direction and the landscape truly is now. And it's not 1962 anymore. (laughs) And those presidents need that explained to them. And, And it shouldn't take you any more than looking at the pandemic and truly understanding your school your school's doors are open because these football players went out and earned money for your school. Mm-hmm. It, it's not a stretch, Patrick. And, and apologies here for getting fired up at whatever time in the morning it is for me. But I, I just I, I don't understand when facts are laid bare for you the way that they were during the pandemic. And you're in a leadership position and inertia just overcomes you and paralyzes you. And that's what I can't. Stand, and that's why I will always call out people like Jim Phillips for that attitude. Yeah, I think on the academic side, it's still the academic side, if you know what I'm saying. 
everybody's got a different agenda. That's but, I, but that that's where leadership actually comes. No, in. you're right. That's you, what leadership is supposed to be. Yeah, and then there hasn't been any interesting stuff there from Joe Gillio. Joe actually picked uh, NC State to be on top of the uh, ACC and uh, win the ACC. So really quick, uh, that from Joe Gillio earlier today. <laughs> yeah, Mike. My colleague, uh, Joe Ovias, told me I always use too much logic when I come up with things. And logic had me at Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Clemson's defense is going to be really good. I don't like their quarterback. I suspect their next five-star quarterback will probably end up being the quarterback by the middle of the season. Um, I, I think, obviously, Clemson's got more talent than everybody else. But you know what? Uh, looking through the... ACC records there, you know, obviously most people in our area know that NC State have, has not won the ACC championship in football since 1979. It just amused me to no end, though, that that is the only time in the history of the league that NC State was actually picked to win the league. Hmm. Uh, so it would be funny to me if NC State is picked to win the league again. Uh, I could see history repeating there. So that's, that's, that's what I'm going with. All right, so who do you have in the championship game in Charlotte? A, uh, NC State and? Uh, Miami. Gotcha. I believe in Mario Cristobal. I think yeah. uh, I think Tyler Van Dyke is, is very good, too. Um, and, and, you know, last year they beat Pitt. They beat State. Mm-hmm. They had some They had some good things. They just had the wrong coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, they, and they've – we'll see right away what NIL money means because they've poured it out. I mean, they've really doled it out. So we'll, we'll see what Miami can, can become. Lengthy segment, but pretty fascinating stuff from Joe Giglio. Right now, a 94-3 The Game sports update. Here's Chris Cook. Starting things off, we're hearing from football guru Phil Steele, the publisher of the renowned football preseason magazine, telling us on the Thursday edition of the Patrick Johnson Show here on 94.3 The Game that he's bullish on the Pirates being a team that could rise to the top of the American. Offensively, you've got a veteran quarterback in Old Naylor's back. Uh, two of the best. I mean, that running back combo of Mitchell and Harris is hard to beat. And then they bring in a transfer uh, from North Carolina in Kamaro Edmonds. That's a very good running back core. The offensive line is easily the best offensive line that Coach Houston has had there. Phil's Magazine available at Barnes & Noble locations now or you can order at PhilSteel.com More from Phil Steele in just a bit on the Get You to the Weekend edition of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game and 94.3TheGame.com Reaction continues to come from the college football community following the announcement of the death of former University of South Carolina quarterback and East Carolina University assistant football coach Phil Petty. Phil passed away Thursday morning at the age of 43. Petty was the starting quarterback for the Gamecocks in 2000 and remained the starting QB for three years. Petty also served as an assistant football coach for five seasons at ECU under the then coach Skip Holtz. He coached the tight end position for three seasons after serving two years as the ECU quarterbacks coach. Just over a month ago, Petty had taken an assistant football coaching job at Gray Collegiate Academy in Columbia, South Carolina. The Panthers are announcing the dates for their joint practices with the Patriots. The team will travel to Foxborough for the tandem sessions on August 16th. Both teams will also practice for the following day before their Week 2 preseason game on the 19th. Carolina rookies and veterans report to training camp on this Tuesday. 
The Hurricanes are losing one of their forwards in free agency. Nino Niederreier has agreed to a two-year, $8 million deal with the Nashville Predators. The forward netted 24 goals and had 20 assists in 75 games for the Canes last year. Finishing things off, coming in with some breaking news, Vince McMahon has officially announced his retirement as CEO and chairman of the WWE. His daughters Stephanie and Nick Khan will take over as co-CEOs of the company moving forward. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. I'm DJC Squared. We'll be right back with more here on The Patrick Johnson Show coming up soon. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of The Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. If you suffer from joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments then, pain meds, steroids, and then surgery, right? It's Patrick Johnson here. I've got great news. There's now a better way, and it's right here from local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the national leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Steroid shots, they're toxic on your joints. Pain meds are addictive. Nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are passe. The new ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair damaged joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. QC Connects regenerative protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you a quality of life that you deserve. So call now and schedule your free consultation. 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-PAIN. QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. At the Vidant Wellness Centers, happy starts with healthy. And we all need a little happy and a lot of healthy. That's why we offer exercise equipment and classes. I know. They're indoor pools and personal training, too. And more wellness services. Like nutrition and yoga. With no annual commitments or hidden fees. Zip, zilch, nada. Because here, it's more than a gym membership. It's a happy, healthy relationship. Sign up today at VidantWellnessCenter.com and... Don't forget to bring a friend. Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newbern is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is where the fiesta never ends. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Wednesday for shrimp tacos for only $9.99. Plus, Wednesday means all Mexican imports for just $2.75. Thursdays, enjoy your favorite beef, chicken, or vegetable fajitas for only $9.99. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's Mexican Restaurant in downtown Greenville and online at chicosrestaurant.com. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. It's time to enjoy the outdoors. And at Moore's Barbecue, we have the perfect packages to meet your needs. From our backyard barbecue pack to our family feast pack, we will make sure that your picnic, social, or family gathering stands out and no one leaves hungry. Come on into any of our locations in Winterville, New Bern, Swansboro, Moorhead City, or Jacksonville. There's enough great food for everyone. We're sure you'll agree if it's not Moore's, it's less. Just follow me here. We're doing it for the ground. Check out pics from the PJ Show and more. I will follow. 
from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. The great Phil Steele, he's uh, with us here. We're talking college football. It's Phil Steele's college football preview for the 2022 season, and it is the book the experts can't do without. Barnes & Noble's where you need to go to pick it up now. Uh, they'll be in other outlets. The magazine will in a couple of weeks, but it's the most ma- accurate magazine over the last 27 years. It is uh, the uh, end-all, be-all of college football. PhilSteele.com. You can uh, get uh, Phil Steele uh, Plus is in the press box as well. Everything really you need to know about Phil Steele is at that website. It's great to have Phil with us here talking uh, some uh, some college ball. Uh, Phil bullish on the Pirates and uh, feels really good about uh, ECU contending in the American. Uh, likes, uh, likes NC State in the game in Greenville, but it is close and a lot closer uh, right now. I would say in almost a toss-up territory, we're nearing that. Uh, so... Let's uh, let's talk the American. Uh, you feel like ECU can get into that upper echelon. Who is the upper echelon in your mind going into the season? Yeah, I think the three top teams. First of all, Cincinnati, Luke Fickle. I know he lost a lot from last year's squad, a lot of key players, but he's done a great job building that roster. I'm not going to discount Cincinnati's chances. In fact, I've got him picked in a three-way tie for first this year. Uh, when you look at the schedule, it might be a dog at UCF. Other than that, they'll be favored in the rest of their games uh, in conference play. They'll be a dog at Arkansas. But Cincinnati's going to drop a little from last year, but not a lot. UCF, I mean, Coach Malzahn brought in a ton of Power 5 transfers last year and now brought in a ton of Power 5 transfers this year. And keep in mind, their season went south when Dylan Gabriel got injured. Now if they can keep John Rice Plumley healthy, and even if something happens to him, they now have an experienced Mikey Keene as opposed to throwing a freshman in a quarterback. They're in better shape there. Uh, in fact, UCF, almost six of their eight units rank in my top units in front of the magazine. ton of Power 5 players. They get Cincinnati at home. And keep in mind, they're 30-2 and two inside the bounce house the last five years. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big thing there. Now, they, East Carolina does get them at home. That's a plus. And then the Houston Cougars. I remember talking to Coach Holgerson last spring, and he said, you know, Phil, it's my first regular year the first year remember everybody redshirted after four games yeah that yeah. first year and then the second year was covid and then boom what happens in his first regular year well 12 and 2 that's pretty good for a season and he's got his quarterback back in clayton tune they're loaded across the board they got the sack avenue defensive line back uh, so houston a clear-cut contender and they're they're a big advantage in the american this year they don't have to play ucf or cincinnati wow how about that well, that might be the thing that uh, maybe propels them to the uh, to the championship game. We will see. Uh, ECU, you kind of have on that doorstep knocking on that top three. You feel really good about their chances. Have to win some games. One of your toss-ups is uh, the home date against uh, UCF for the Pirates. But then you have Memphis and SMU kind of in that uh, possible three-way tie for fourth also in your preseason prognostication. Uh, so of those three, the Pirates, they'll get Memphis homecoming on October 15th. And then SMU is a uh, an opponent that the Pirates will not see this year. So out of those three, I know you're bullish on the Pirates, Phil, but out of those three, which could maybe be the spoiler out of that uh, top three group that you talked about with Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF? 
Yeah, I think it's East Carolina. That's why I list them first in the, of the three in the magazine. I think uh, when you look at East Carolina this year, uh, it's the best team Mike Houston's put on the field. It's going to be his best offense, best defense. And we saw a lot of improvement last year. I felt they were better than the 7-5 record. So I would say of the three, definitely East Carolina. Gotcha. Uh, what do you like about uh, the other two, Memphis and, and SMU? What are the uh, what are the parts of their team that you really uh, – obviously the quarterback position with both teams – is is really dynamic but what are some other things about those two that stand out to you yeah i think having seth hennigan back is big at the quarterback position the offensive line you know that silverfield being an ol coach in the past uh is going to have a solid all line and he's got one this year and defensively they've got some talent they added a couple of nice transfers uh like charlotte's linebacker tyler murray coming in there syracuse uh they get a linebacker from syracuse they've got uh, an outstanding secondary as well, and they're a tough team at home. They're 20 and two at home in the Liberty Bowl the last 17 years. So when you look at their home games, you have to give them the nod in the majority of them. And if they do take care of business at home, they could have a big year. And with SMU, it's offense. You know, Brett Lashley takes over. He's got Tanner Mordecai, but he's also got Preston Stone. Don't be surprised if Preston Stone ends up playing and maybe even winning that job. And then you look at the running back, Cam Wheaton from Alabama. He was my number two-rated running back out of high school. Added to Trey Siggers. They're going to be explosive offensively. They've got some playmakers defensively, like Jalen Samuels, a defensive end, and Jimmy Phillips at the linebacker. Uh, But it's a first-year head coach. So, you know, it's usually a little bit of a learning curve there. Uh, but I think SMU with that explosive offense can they have a puncher's chance playing with anybody. So that that's six there. How how deep into bowl eligibility do you think the pirate or the uh, the the American goes? Uh, I would put Tulsa and Tulane both into bowl eligibility this year. Uh, in fact, I put uh, Tulane on my most improved list. And to qualify for the most improved list, you had to have a losing record last year, and I have to think you're going to a bowl this year. I've got Tulane, my number seven most improved team. If it could go wrong, it went wrong for Tulane last year, but they've got the defense. And as long as Michael Pratt stays healthy, I think they've got the offense as well. And then right on the cusp would be USF. Gotcha. But I think USF, Navy, and Temple all need help. They're going to have to pull not one upset, probably not two, but probably three upsets. Uh, to get there. And, you know, Navy's always tricky picking down there, but because yeah, yeah. uh, Coach Niamatololo does a tremendous job, the option stuff to prepare for. But uh, right now, I'd go with eight. We got the great Phil Steele with us here. It's uh, the Phil Steele uh, College Football Preview Magazine 2022. It is out now, and uh, it is uh, jam packed with all kinds of information. PhilSteele.com is where you can go online to order your copy. They'll get it out to you as quickly as they possibly can. And uh, that might be the way to go because I can tell you this, in the Barnes & Noble where they are and where they will be for the uh, next couple of weeks for sure before they hit some of the other brick and mortars, uh, it is a hot-selling item all across the Fruited Plain, including uh, here in Pirate Nation. Uh, ACC, we got Clemson uh, winning the Atlantic. Uh, you got them winning in Death Valley against NC State, the, uh, the uh, Packers second, Wake, who uh, won it last year, third. Out of the coastal, Miami and Pitt uh, are, are kind of in a, a virtual tie, followed by North Carolina. So uh, kind of run through that a little bit. When the dust, dust settles, Clemson, who had some quarterbacking issues last year, I guess m- may be back. And then out of Miami and Pitt, a slight edge to the Kings? 
Yeah, and Miami gets the pit game at home. So that's why I gave them the advantage at the mm-hmm. end of the year. But do keep in mind, last year, Pitt on the ACC road, 4-0, won their games by 23 points per game. But uh, I think it's a return to the powers. DJ Uyunglele is going to be a much-improved quarterback this year. And if he's not, he's got Kate Klubnik behind him, pushing him for the starting job. Both look really impressive and improved in the spring. Best defensive line in the country. Uh, one of the top defenses in the country. The offensive line is going to be improved as well. And they get NC State at home. Uh, we talked about NC State yesterday. Uh, Wake Forest never discount Dave Kloss, and he always finishes higher than I expect them. And I've got him third, so that means he'll finish second or first this year. And then the other side of the coin, I do think it's between Pitt and Miami for that Coastal title. Miami's loaded. Uh, Coach Chris well, loves the offensive line and the defensive line he inherited, and he's, an, he's a line of scrimmage type of guy, plus his quarterback in Tyler Van Dyke. But don't discount Pitt. I know they lost Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison, but they've got an improved offensive line, the second-best defensive line in the country, and uh, they can win on the road. And that, that Miami of Florida uh, Pitt game probably did determines the winner of the Coastal. But I've got Pitt, my number one surprise team, or a non-top-10 team that I think has a shot of making the playoff if they can win that road game. Yeah, they're very, uh, very uh, talented. Miami is on D. And then, as you say, uh, that's uh, that's a strong suit. They're doing away with the turnover chain, so we'll see how that... <laughs> That, that long-standing tradition. Positive. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, uh, that was the beginning of a, kind of a eh, era across uh, college football and other places. Uh, so uh, who are your – who's in the mix? I know you go out on the limb every year here when we pick the playoff, but who, who are your four and, and maybe you know two or three others that will be vying for a playoff spot? One thing I want to stress is that last year – Every team had 17, 18, 19, 20 returning stars with the exception yeah. of the big boys. The big boys, Ohio State didn't win the Big Ten, or didn't even get to the Big Ten title game. Clemson didn't get to the ACC title game. Oklahoma didn't get to the Big 12 title game. Alabama lost to A&M. They struggled against Florida. They struggled against LSU. They should have lost to Auburn. They had to win that thing in four overtimes. So the Powers struggled last year because they were the only inexperienced teams in college football. This year, the playing field's level. So I'm going way out on a limb here, Patrick. I've got Alabama who I, by the way, have a double-digit favorite in every game. Wow. Ohio State, who I have a double-digit favorite in every game except for their trip to Happy Valley, where I've got them a seven-point favorite. Uh, Georgia, who I have a double-digit favorite in every game. And then Clemson, their only toss-up on the schedule is Notre Dame, and that's a non-conference game. I think it's a return to the powers. And uh, so I've got Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson as my final four. And just real quick, anybody one or two knocking on the door? Uh, I would go with Utah from the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Uh, loaded team. We saw what they could do in the Rose Bowl. Got the schedule to run the table. An undefeated Pac-12 team. Nobody talking about it. Nobody's talking about Utah. I think that would be a, a really big surprise. Hey, Phil, thanks for the time as always, and uh, we'll catch up with you real soon. Patrick, always enjoy our conversations, my friend. Let's make sure we do this again before the summer's out. Big, 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 big thanks to Phil Steele being on with us uh, here today. Before we get set to wrap things up, are you sick and tired of the constant pain in your knees or hips or back? Especially this time of year, you need to be moving around pain-free. Patrick Johnson, well, I wanted to tell you about QC Kinetics. They help people here every day, and it gives them lasting pain relief using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. The science is simple. They concentrate on your body's healing agents and apply them to your aching joints, restoring and repairing damaged tissues. Here's the key, no drugs, no steroids, and no surgery. Those old remedies for pain are not the only remedies. You need to learn about regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. It could change your life 
Make this the last summer you suffer from chronic pain. The last summer you just turn out, just turn down going and doing things because it just hurts too much to do so. They've got a clinic right here, and this is an exciting new natural way to deal with joint pain. No side effects, no downtime. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Here's the phone number, 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-PAIN, 252-765-PAIN. The last summer you suffer from chronic pain is this summer. Call QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola Red Banks Road in Greenville. Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, and Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your health. You'll be working with neighbors you can trust. People like Bill King, Jake Allen, or Jack Metz. These agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams. These Farm Bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products, but they are also tuned in to the Greenville community. Again, contact Bill King, Jake Allen, or Jack Metz today at Farm Bureau Insurance in Greenville. 252-756-3165. That's 252-756-3165. 165. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. To the weekend on the get you to the weekend edition of the PJ show. Uh, Charles Barkley calling out selective outrage over live golf amid the uh, reported interest to hire him. Chuckster acknowledged a meeting with uh, the live golf CEO, Greg Norman about a possible broadcast role uh, while pushing back at what he called selective outrage towards the Saudi funded series. Uh, Barkley could receive a live offer from Norman after they met in Atlanta uh, on Wednesday, Basketball Hall of Famer telling the New York Post that it would need to be a highly lucrative situation for him to walk away from his reported eight-figure income as an NBA analyst for TNT and also a spokesman for multiple uh, companies. Chuck saying in a perfect scenario, he'd love to do both. 
Uh, but he doesn't know about how Turner's sponsors will feel about that. And I think Chuck's being realistic. So the money would have to be enormous. Faraday's already left to join Liv and has completely uh, left all of his uh, duties with the um, uh, with uh, NBC and golf. So that's the, uh, the story there. We talked to Muggsy Bugs this week. We're going to plan to bring you that on Monday unless there's some uh, developing news over the weekend that warrants another guest. Uh, I know on Monday, the new voice uh, of the uh, Panthers, Anish Shreve, Shrav, uh, is going to be on with uh, Henry and myself on Talk of the Town. We might have a little bit of that for you. Uh, and then we'll just also maybe uh, get into some of the audio we didn't get to. Uh, you know, we really didn't hear a lot from Mac Brown that I saw this week, so we might comb uh, for some of that. If there's anything that he said that was worthwhile, I think Mac did sort of complain about the demise of the playoff system, perhaps. I don't know. Cadillac man, Mac Brown. All right, uh, big thanks to uh, our guest today, the great Joe Giglio, 99.9, the fan, a WREL sports fan, Steel, uh, Phil Steele also. PhilSteele.com for his college football preseason magazine and uh, Barnes & Noble locations right now is where you could purchase uh, that particular magazine, the uh, tangible version thereof. Uh, big thanks also to Ben Byram and Chris Cook for their job producing. We will catch you on Monday. Have a great and safe weekend, everybody. Juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi.